ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in over 1,200 regions from literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. Special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in the countries of Indonesia, Japan, and Canada, in the states of Massachusetts, New York, and California. Welcome and thank you all for your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. When you are self-empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self. This connection gives you an inner foundation of love, which eliminates fear and brings peace and joy. Please use these tips. My tip for the This week is in honor of our topic today. Be positive. The person we judge the most is ourselves. Listen for the ways in which you criticize yourself and others. When you think or hear a negative thought, turn it into a positive. For instance, replace I'm stupid with I know a lot of things in response to how are you instead of saying bad headache or boss chewed me out. Think of something good in your life and share that. Being negative is a habit of the mind. You can prevent yourself from moving into a downward downward spiral of stress, worry, panic, illness, or pain by catching your negative thoughts and changing them. We have a false belief in current times that once a thought is in your mind, there's no way to get it out. That is just not true. We can change our thoughts and we can change our outlook on life. I have done it for myself and have helped my clients do it too. The more positive we become, the healthier we become. At my lowest point, I was literally sick and tired half of every week. The only thing that got me up and moving was going to dance Argentine tango. I really believe it saved my life. I was so committed to experiencing the joy I felt in my body when dancing that I would spend the entire day building my energy so I could go and dance. There are numerous studies proving the positive impact that dance has on our mood and our physical health, as well as on warding off dementia and Alzheimer's. To dance, you have to access both sides of your brain, and you have to be fully in your body. That connection with your body helps you connect with your inner self. One study done with the elderly showed dancing Argentine tango was more effective than any other form of exercise, and people were happier because of the increased social interaction. Dr. Bessel van der Kolk, a past show guest and a leading expert in the field of healing from trauma, recommends Argentine tango to his clients. For preventative health and for healing, we need prescriptions for more laughter and more dancing. 
In June, instead of a workshop, I'll be doing a play shop titled More Fun, Less Stress. There are basically two ways to de-stress, and we need both of them. One is to learn how to let go of stress, anxiety, and pain. The other is to push it out with laughter, happiness, and fun. You can't laugh and feel sad at the same time. It's summer. Let's rediscover the playful child within. Too many of us have become weighed down by the troubles in the world. We are starting to see everything with suspicion, worry, and fear. Enlightenment literally means lightening up. So let's find new ways to lighten up and enjoy our lives. Let's unblock our ability to have fun. Let's pe- play for our health, well-being, and longevity. People who live laugh a lot actually live longer. We will meet on Saturday, June 16th at CSL Dallas. For details and registration, go to paulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech in your area or to present this workshop or another one like creativity as self-expression or overcoming abuse. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit we all have choices but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are this show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts emotions and physical and mental health we can all choose happiness gratitude abundance love peace and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Noah Belling, who will talk with us about listening to your body to heal physically, mentally, and emotionally. In last week's show, our guest Maggie Hadley West revealed some disturbing facts about the medical profession and pharmaceutical companies. She described her 30-year journey of failed attempts to diagnose her lifelong thyroid condition. Maggie did, did her best to take care of her health with acupuncture, homeopathy, and her naturopath. When she was ready to give up on Western medicine, she stumbled upon a doctor who diagnosed her correctly just by looking at her, even before he examined her. She told us how the main diagnostic test for thyroid disease is only accurate about 15% of the time. As if this weren't disturbing enough, she explained that the American Medical Association and many medical schools receive large sums of money from the pharmaceutical companies. Their influence on the medical profession is still strong. The pharmaceutical companies conduct a lot of the trainings that doctors attend for required continuing education credits. The content of those meetings is often advertising for new products they're marketing. When Maggie added that a lot of the research used to prove the effectiveness of various drugs is falsified, I began to feel like I was in a bad crime movie. But I wasn't. If you're skeptical, watch last week's story on 60 Minutes where they interview people who were aware of their company's practice of hiding the research results that didn't support the positive effects of the drug. Each of us must take charge of our own health and find health care providers who deserve our trust. I got these two emails this week from listeners. Susan Loving wrote, I listen to your show as often as I can. The work you continue to grow is making a difference in our world. You certainly make a difference in mine. Thank you. 
And in response to last week's show, Marion Steffens wrote, I'm so glad I listened to the show live. Maggie's story resonates with me in so many ways. I have progressive multiple sclerosis, and my journey with doctors and healthcare has been a difficult one. My thyroid function has been tested time and again due to symptoms I have, but has always been within the normal range. I'm going to try the basal body temperature test right away. To listen to this show, I encourage you to click on the episode link on this page for various shows that have previously aired on alternatives to Western medicine. Please listen to our April 3rd, 2014 show with Dr. Bernie Siegel, Cure Yourself, Love, Laughter, and Miracles, July 3rd, 2014, with Dr. Paula Feyerman, Treating the Whole Person, Mind, Body, and Spirit, and July 17, 2014, with Dr. Lewis Cohn, No Prescription Drugs and Only One Pill a Day. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. As one listener said, when she listens to a show more than once, the information sinks in at a deeper level and she picks up new ideas. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. Some people listen when relaxing, sharing time with a loved one, exercising, commuting, in the middle of the night or when needing hope, comfort, and inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. And now you can add to the benefits of my show by following Mary and Stefan's story in my blog. She's here sharing how she's using the information in each episode to change her life. And I provide my life coaching responses. As she wrote in an upcoming blog, the silver lining of this breakdown is that I now realize the magnitude and significance of an emotional battle that was occurring deep inside. And to let go is to defeat an ominous and imposing enemy and to defeat that enemy is to truly heal and to truly heal is an achievement I can be proud of and grow indefinitely stronger from. I love that Marion is learning to look for the silver linings when her life circumstances are challenging. To read my blogs, just go to my website, paulajoyce.com. Now it's time for my silver lining story. As my regular listeners know, I have been working on healing my own body since 1980. At the age of 15, I was diagnosed with scoliosis and told I didn't need surgery. After giving birth to two children, my spine started to get worse and the doctors wanted to put a steel rod rod up my spine. I refused and began an adventure chock full of silver linings. Although my goal was to heal my spine, what I discovered was how my emotions, thoughts, and physical ailments were all connected. To heal one, I really had to work on healing everything. Because I had lived my whole life with abuse, I had never learned how to process and release painful thoughts and emotions. Consequently, they got stuck in my body and grew into a disfigured spine, panic attacks, ongoing sinus and respiratory infections, gallbladder, digestive and bladder problems, brown spots, and osteoporosis. My thoughts were filled with doom and gloom, blame, guilt, and resentment. Anger, hurt, and sadness were always close to the surface, and no matter how many degrees I had, how long my list of accomplishments was, or what my job title and salary were, I never felt like I had done enough or was good enough. My desire to heal my spine led me to the people and experiences, changed me on the inside, helped me face and let go of the thoughts, emotions, and people that were hurting me, and led to profound physical healing. I'm still in process, but I feel and look younger and am stronger physically, emotionally, and mentally. Some of my conditions have healed, and the rest are much improved and continue to heal. In addition, I I've learned a tremendous amount about new ideas and methods in healing as well as powerful traditional ones like acupuncture and healing with the help of the spiritual realm where true miracles are 
just everyday occurrences. My acupuncturist marvels at the power of the body to heal itself, and my spiritual healer gives all of the credit to the guides, angels, and archangels who do the actual healing as we open our hearts and minds to them and invite and allow their help. In fact, just this week, Archangel Gabriel told me to trust that my guides were helping me. Trust has not come easily to me after a lifetime of trusting the wrong people, but I have learned to trust my guides and angels, and they continue to prove that miracles are real. I've received the added blessings of growing my spiritual in my spiritual knowledge and connection my personal life my career my understanding of abuse its legacy and how to heal the generational pattern and I've grown in the spiritual qualities of strength forgiveness love including self-love compassion empathy acceptance non-judgment and more along the way I have also learned how to listen to my body and do my part to facilitate my own healing in partnership with my helpers in the physical realm and in the spiritual realm. Our guest today, Noah Belling, holds a master's degree in somatic or body-mind psychology through Naropa University, the birthplace of the modern mindfulness movement. She teaches applied somatic psychology skills, has a psychotherapy practice, and gives talks and workshops in corporations on topics such as stress management, emotional resilience, and relationship management. Noah is the best-selling author of the Yoga Handbook, and her new book is The Mindful Body, Build Emotional Strength and Manage Stress with Body Mindfulness. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. If you want to get uplifting messages between shows, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. With all the violence, hurtful words, anger, and fear being spread, we must find a way to keep ourselves positive. The answer to hate is love. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. While listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to like us on Facebook. Then friend Paula Joyce, and I'll help you be part of the solution. Read about and register for my more fun, less stress play shop, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Your question for today is, is how is your body trying to communicate with you? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Noah Belling, who will talk with us about listening to your body to heal physically, mentally, and emotionally. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach millions of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down how your body is trying to communicate with you. And now I'm so pleased to welcome Noah Belling, who's here to talk with us about listening to your body to heal physically, mentally, and emotionally. Noah, welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. Well, it's my pleasure, and I would like you to tell us how the mindful body and body mindfulness became an important avenue for you to for healing and for letting go of stress and um, and and to heal emotionally. Mm-hmm. For me, the journey started from about the age of four years old without even really knowing about it. I started ballet, and that became actually my first career until about the age of 24, where dancing was absolutely my passion. And dancing for me was never simply dancing. It always was about being able to transform how I felt, being able to step into the studio, whether it was rehearsal or a performance, and being able to, through body awareness, Step into greater, uh, easier breathing, uh, uh, improved posture, different ways that I could then experience my body and my mood and myself that worked every time, no matter how I was feeling. And this led me to be curious, well, how might this apply to being able to offer this to others beyond dance training? Once I completed my professional dancing, I went on to study psychology with a view of chasing down uh, dance or movement. You mentioned the tango in your introduction. Always fascinated with that dance or movement aspect related to therapy and proceeded on to Naropa where I achieved my master's degree in somatic or body-mind psychology. And this really helped to consolidate for me the value of body awareness beyond performance, beyond being a dancer, beyond any training. It became as simple as we all live in bodies. And even right now, how is my breathing and how am I feeling in relation to that? You mentioned negative thinking. For me, a great way to track my negative thinking is to go, oh, well, even if I don't listen to my thoughts, or even my emotions, what is my body telling me? And often that's a place where we can catch, oh, wow, I'm really contracting in my chest. I'm really not breathing very deep. I'm standing with great tension maybe on one side of my body. And as I notice this, I might tend to automatically stand more evenly on my feet, relax a little bit, loosen up tense areas. So that dance awareness really translated into a real simple common sense way of 
you occupying our bodies and using that to help us feel better, which has been something available to me since I was really young. And now, fortunately, through the Mindful Body, it's the opportunity to offer it further and wider than my yoga background even to say, hey, this is for everybody. We all live in bodies. We can all become aware of our bodies. In a sense, we can become a little bit more artful, almost like the dancer in the way that we inhabit our bodies, even if you've got two left feet, for the sake of self-awareness and for the sake of enjoying living in our bodies, enjoying being in our own skin, which is something that a lot of people struggle with. Uh, yes, and I think we actually deny our bodies. We um, we disregard them, and especially if you've had any trauma or challenges, which we all have, sometimes we want to escape our body. Yeah, absolutely. And there are many different approaches to being able to re-enter our bodies following trauma, for example, and there are different kind of techniques we might use. Suffice it to say that the end goal would be to be able to feel like we can have our two feet on the ground. We allow ourselves to breathe again. Because one of the things when we do experience great stress is we can tend to have maybe a freeze response, for example, where we might find ourselves walking through life, holding our breath, looking around, being really scared of what might happen. And through the help of especially with trauma, and I want to add this, my my book, The Mindful Body, is really an intention to empower everybody, to give a little bit of information to say, hey, there's something I can do. And with some cases like trauma, it often is necessary to seek support, professional support, to help just move through that first layer of being able to understand, integrate, begin to let go of, begin to move forward from what has happened. So I just wanted to add that in terms of trauma specifically uh, on a journey towards being able to live in our bodies more joyfully. Um, Yes, and sometimes I know in my journey of getting in touch with my body, I began to notice things like, you know, like when in, um, when they're telling you professional stance that you're supposed to stand with, you know, your feet evenly distributed, your weight even di- evenly mm. distributed on both feet. And I discovered that I was always on one foot. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I, I, um, I, I couldn't stand on both of my feet at that point in time. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly empowering, and this is one of the strongest messages that I believe is a mindful body kind of perspective. It can be incredibly empowering to notice your body and to almost not listen first to the thoughts or the emotions. So we go straight to the level of the body and we go, hey, I'm standing on one foot. Oh, I'm holding my breath. And on that level, there's always something we can do about it. We can begin to explore, wow, what would happen if I were to explore standing on my feet more evenly? And as we are able to occupy our our bodies to, for example, let's say, let let me move to a practical example. Let's say I'm feeling emotional. Let's say somebody really upset me and I'm, I'm highly frustrated and we're in the midst of an argument. If I can catch that, pause and place my two feet on the ground and allow myself to stand in a little bit more of a centered posture, perhaps right my posture a little bit. Often that encourages, as I even describe it, a deep breath. That moment, which can take just a few seconds, can not only shift our posture to be more balanced, but can actually help to clear our brains to be able to think more clearly. And this is the part that I find so fascinating, is when we are conscious of our bodies, when we release a little bit of the tensions that we often walk around with without knowing, we don't know that we slightly favor our left side of our right. I have friends who do body scans regularly because they know me and my message and will tell me, wow, I was driving the car and I, when I noticed my body, I didn't even realize that I was driving with my shoulders up, up next to my ears. And naturally, as you notice this, you will release some tension. The outcome is feeling a little more relaxed, perhaps taking a couple of deep breaths. And through that process, 
releasing what Daniel Goleman in his book Emotional Intelligence popularized as emotional hijack in the brain. Our brain actually gets hijacked somewhat when we are carrying around even a subtle stress response. And our body gives us such an amazing way to notice and to do something about, in the simplest way, our level of tension. So one of the, I call them mindful body moments, often offered in the mindful body, is to invite listeners, perhaps you could try it now, listeners and uh, Dr. Paula, if you'd like to try it as well, is to pause any time, let's try it now, and scan your body from head to toe. It can take a matter of seconds. Simply to notice, greet each part as quickly, or if you have more time, you can do it slower. All the way down through all the parts of your body, down to the tips of your fingers and all the way down through your hips and legs down to the tips of your toes. And as you do so, allow yourself to make little adjustments to feel a bit more comfortable. And you might notice that in so doing, you feel a little bit more relaxed. And the upside of that is also that we can, just taking a few seconds to adjust the way we feel in this way through our bodies can help us think a bit more clearly and access the part of our brain, our uh, most mature part of our brain called our prefrontal cortex, which helps us think logically, rationally, the parts of our brain that can help us be creative, and also the parts of our brain that can help us connect with others, notice others, and even be compassionate to others. So it's a lot we gain from being a little more relaxed, which is really one of the benefits of mindfulness, which essentially what I love about this body-based approach is saying, hey, many people have tried meditating and might have given up on it, or many are steeped in meditation, and this is really an opportunity to say, well, on the spot, these are some of the benefits. Some of the benefits are to feel a little more relaxed so that your outlook can be a little bit clearer and that you can have access to the parts of your brain Kind of like the example, you know yourself. We all know ourselves when we're a bit ratty and irritable and how we can be snappy and maybe say things we regret or maybe be frustrated with traffic. And imagine the other side where we are more, a little more relaxed, a little more composed. We can deal with our situations perhaps more intelligently, perhaps in a way that we would feel more proud of. Does that make sense, that distinction? Uh, absolutely. And and I know for me, taking things like um, yoga and dance help me learn to breathe and to relax my body um, and to become aware where the tension was. Because I, I, I think, too, mm. sometimes when we're so used to our body being a certain way and feeling a certain way, that it feels normal. Mm. And it's hard to even know that, no, I'm not breathing deeply. Um, no, my shoulders yeah. really aren't relaxed, even though I think they are, because that's the way they've always felt. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. When we get into the emotional component of the mindful body, we can begin to ask questions. Like, for example, let's say you notice through doing a simple body scan now and again, you notice, wow, I am carrying a little bit of tension in my shoulders or I do tend to grind my teeth or grip my jaw or feel tension in particular areas. By noticing those areas, it's possible also to place attention, let's say, in your shoulders and to begin to slightly exaggerate the feeling in your shoulders, the slight tension, and to begin to ask questions like, wow, what kind of feelings come up for me? Like for me, as I'm imagining moving into this, I feel like I close myself in slightly if I tense my shoulders. I feel like my breathing becomes more restricted and I feel I become more fearful. And there are processes that are offered in the mindful body to be able to talk people through step-by-step a process of asking questions like, what memories come up? What are some thoughts or images that associate with feeling this way? And perhaps what's your earliest memory of feeling this way? And then also to look at what's needed. So if you are tensing your shoulders right now, you might want to even ask, this is another quick trick for emotional management, is ask your body, what do you need? Help me out here. So let's say there's a position of tension you catch yourself in. What does your body need? Body, help me out. Oftentimes, as I imagine that right now, as I imagine that, I 
bring my attention into my feet. My body loosens up a bit. My posture becomes a little more free. I shake my shoulders out a little bit. So a spontaneous response right now. And then I can ask, well, what has that given me? How does that contrast with my tension that I was feeling? And interestingly, from a neuroscientific point of view, one of the keys in lasting change, there's this fancy word around at the moment called neuroplasticity, about being able to change your brain. Well, one of the keys to being able to unlock your emotional brain is to be able to catch yourself, and the body gives you such a great way to do it, to catch yourself feeling your habitual feelings noticing how they feel in your body to be able to have a sense of that body feeling of it and then to ask what's needed to be able to shift that. And, and I, a posture I, again, a, a contrasting posture is great. This is fabulous. And I'd like to pick up after break on the neuroplasticity and of the brain and mm. how we can um, use your methodology more to affect total change for ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, paulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows in the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, on your paper, write down how you're going to start listening to your body. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Noah Belling to talk more with us about listening to your body to heal physically, mentally, and emotionally. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are listening to uplift your life nourishment of the spirit with dr paula joyce to reach the show today please call 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 
You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how you're going to start listening to your body. Remember also to listen at the end of the show to learn how Archangel Sheila can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Noah Belling talking more about listening to your body to heal physically, mentally, and emotionally. And her book, the mindful body. Um, Noah, um, before break, we were talking about neuroplasticity, and I know there's a lot Mm -hmm. more you want to share with us. Can you talk to us about how uh, your ideas can help us change our brain and our lives? Mm -hmm. Let's look at the emotional example that we started before the break. And I want to give listeners something small that you can do and then explain how this is neuroplasticity at work. I mentioned being able to catch yourself when you're feeling emotional. This could be frustration, annoyance, anger. It could be sadness, self-pity, depression, whatever it is. See if you can catch yourself when you're feeling that way and notice what your body is doing. Maybe it's stooping. Maybe it's tensing, maybe it's bracing, and whatever it is, notice it, and then ask your body, please adjust your position, if you're speaking to your body as if it's a self of its own, to be more comfortable. What might be helpful, body, you might ask, and let your body figure that out. Usually, you write your posture, loosen your posture, maybe stand a little more freely, breathe a bit more freely, or stand a bit more upright. And in doing so, we spoke earlier about that relaxation response and how it frees up your brain to be less hijacked, to be less limited in the way that it functions, to be able to access your more mature brain abilities to think rationally, clearly, creatively, compassionately. So you're not necessarily getting rid of your problems. What you are getting rid of is your attitude towards your problems and being able to face whatever is in front of you more resourcefully with those intelligent parts of your brain online. Now, from a neuroplasticity point of view, this idea of being able to touch and go actually comes from mindfulness, from meditation philosophy, to be able to touch your pain, your hurt, your suffering, your anger, your frustration, whatever it is. And the body gives a lovely way, an objective way to simply notice, wow, this is how I'm affected, this is what it looks like in my body. And to be able to go from it by adjusting your posture to feel more comfortable, to feel more upright. There's actually a practice that links with the idea from neuroplasticity theory to be able to go backwards and forwards. So even if you take 30 seconds to then move back into your tension, into your collapse, and then forward again into your more uplifted, open posture, really feeling your breathing, perhaps holding that for about 30 seconds, just enough for your brain and body to begin to register, to be able to register the shift more clearly. And to be able to do that maybe two or three times, backwards and forwards, is a practice you might do to really grow this ability to next time you feel in pain, angry, frustrated, to go, hey, let me explore something helpful. You might remember it more easily. And the parts of our brain that can actually be changed emotionally are highly receptive to this kind of shift, this kind of shift in attitude or perspective, provided that we're really touching into what we really do feel. That's the key, to be able to go, I notice feeling this, and wow, I can really feel how I'm feeling this in my body. This is how it's making me stand. This is how it's making me feel. And then from there asking what's needed, even simply physically in a postural, from a postural point of view, can open us to completely new perspectives, fresh perspectives that we might apply to ourselves, to our situation. And the wonderful prefrontal cortex abilities to be wise, to be compassionate, and to be able to ultimately be our more intelligent, resourceful selves. That answer, it's a five-minute answer to a very big, deep 
question about neuroplasticity. And my hope is to give a very practical way of taking that away to say, hey, you're doing something small. This is really empowering. And not only that, the more you practice this, the more it is measurably going to rewire your brain so that this memory of doing something different in response to your emotional habits begins to become really ingrained, can even become your new habits. I, I love what you're saying, and I want to point out a word that you used. You said, even doing something small is empowering. And I'm wondering if that mm. isn't even part of what's going on here, is because when we go into those moments of frustration, anger, or whatever it is, it's usually because... Mm. We feel helpless, hopeless, there's nothing we can do. Yeah. But in fact, there's something yeah. you can do, and it's to change, yeah. as you said, your attitude towards your problems or the particular situation. Yeah. And and changing your posture yeah. gives you that tool to change and empower yourself. Yeah. And I want to add that this does not matter if you have any limitations with your movement, any physical abilities that are limited. It doesn't matter. It's an attitude attitude adjustment that you make in your posture that can make all the difference. Partly about accepting, partly about knowing that there is something, a little bit of a deeper breath that you can do. And I want to mention, pick up on something you mentioned right in the introduction, if I may. In your introductory piece, you spoke about two sides to healing. The one side being noticing and working with our stress, with our emotions, with our anxieties, and finding tools to be able to manage those. And I've offered two of them during our time together. One of them is a body scan you might do while waiting in the shopping line. You might do it while waiting in the car. We do a lot of waiting now in between everything (laughs) in our lives. We can really make use of that. To, in, in a real constructive way, to use our body scans, perhaps to open our senses more, to notice our surroundings. These are wonderful mindfulness tools. And added to this, we also, from a positive psychology point of view, want to exercise the muscle of joy, of playfulness, of enjoying our lives. We're not only wanting to manage our stresses and anxieties and become less stressed, we're wanting to live our lives more fully, free our energy from stewing on problems to being able to get creative about solutions, to feel passionate about what we do, to get involved in what we want to, to play with the people we love, to spend time and invest in the things that really make us feel alive. And there's wonderful work, for example, from a, a scientist, a neuroscientist called Dr. Stephen Porges about He calls it his polyvagal theory, and he's identified what he calls the social nervous system. It's a part of a way that our autonomic, our automatic nervous system works, where when we're socially engaged, when we practice that, for example, through play is one of his pieces of advice. The parts of our brain, that wonderful prefrontal cortex, those wonderful mature parts of our brain, come online and begin to offer us not only more joy, more happiness, more ability to feel compassion and just connected with happiness. It also helps boost all sorts of physical markers for health, like our immunity, like our, our ability in general to, to, for our body's responses to whatever comes to it to be able to deal with it and address it with a greater resilience, with greater energy, with greater resourcefulness, even on a cellular and body level. It's our, it's our health response. It's our, also our love response to the world and our ability to, feel, to live a life that feels wonderful. What a beautiful note to end um, our discussion on. Uh, you've shared so much wonderful and empowering information that people can use to change their lives. I want to thank you so much, Noah, and to encourage people to purchase your book, The Mindful Body, and to learn more about your services by going to your website, noahbelling.com, N-O-A 
B-E-L-L-I-N-G. Thank you so much, Noah, for sharing so much wonderful information with us. Wishing you a beautiful day and all the best. (laughs) Thank you. And I'd like to. Thank you very much. I've enjoyed being with you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And the same here. And I'd like to thank my audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to PaulaJoyce.com, like us on Facebook, read my latest blog, um, purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment, learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, house and office clearings, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Finding the Silver Linings, or the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process, and the Um Awakening. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their finances, health, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Sheila, who works with me and my clients and wants to help you too. She's the Archangel of Emotional Healing and will help you feel less stressed and build your emotional strength. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Sheila, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me become emotionally stronger and less stressed. Ask for her help when you wake up when you go to sleep anytime, day or night, when you want to let go of stress and be emotionally stronger. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information coming your way. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you become stronger because she is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Charlie and Linda Bloom will talk about reconstructing their wounded relationship and on June 14th when clairvoyant Ellen Tad will discuss her infinite view of life and on June 21st when Allison um, will join us to talk about Greek mythology reading cards. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom, as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.